Hello, and welcome to the Green Book Commentaries podcast. I'm Dr. Arthur Plessa. Volume 14, Episode 33, Compensatory Functions of Subluxation. Doctors of chiropractic and student initiates, welcome back. Before we begin today, I need to make an announcement for our upcoming knee chest specific chiropractic certification seminars. Our next seminar will be on July 29th and 30th of 2023, hosted in Ackworth, Georgia. Doctors and students will learn the philosophy, science, and art of specific chiropractic and getting sick people well. You will gain a better understanding of how to analyze upper cervical x-rays for specific subluxations of atlas and axis. It's these x-rays that allow KCSE doctors to know, not guess, which vertebra is the cause and know exactly in which direction to adjust. Doctors and students will also learn how to determine with 100% accuracy if atlas or axis is the major subluxation using the specialized x-rays developed exclusively by us here at knee chest specific chiropractic these specific x-rays are revolutionizing the knee chest technique and kcsc is the only group where you're going to increase your confidence in learning these x-rays doctors and students will also learn instrumentation pattern analysis to determine the presence of a subluxation and if nerve pressure was actually reduced with your adjustment. Instrumentation is what separates the ordinary chiropractor from the KCSC chiropractor who actually gets sick people well. In regards to instrumentation, remember what BJ Palmer said. Instrumentation is the future of chiropractic. If I may add to that statement, instrumentation is what separates chiropractors who focus on musculoskeletal symptoms to those who focus on the neurology of subluxation. And of course, we are going to give you lots of hands-on training on the knee chest table so that you can better develop your technique. One of the most common complaints I hear from doctors and students who have attended other knee chest seminars is that there isn't a good balance between lecture and hands-on practice. They focus either too much on lecture and neglect sufficient time on the knee chest table, and this causes students to feel inadequate at knee chest adjusting or they focus, the focus is mostly on adjusting, but little lecture, which causes the students to feel dumbed down in their knowledge about the science, which supports this technique. KCSC students are trained to be the best, gaining a deeper understanding of the science that developed this groundbreaking technique, and then coupling that knowledge 
with the most detailed approach to knee chest since the time of B.J. Palmer. So if you want to distinguish yourself from all of the other chiropractors on the block and actually get sick people well, check out Knee Chest Specific Chiropractic on Facebook or Instagram. Now that we're done with announcements, let's begin with today's episode. Compensatory functions of subluxation. To lay the groundwork, we need to define what a compensation is and how that applies to subluxation. A compensation is something that counterbalances or makes up for an undesirable or unwelcome state of affairs. Fairly simple, right? So when I was a child, one of my favorite neighborhood park activities was the seesaw. I loved how much fun it was to move up and down, kicking my legs in the air as my friend on the opposite end was enjoying the same fun. So a seesaw works upon the principle of compensation. If one child weighs 80 pounds, if, correction, if one child weighing 80 pounds sits on one end, their seat plummets to the ground as the empty seat rises in the air. To compensate for this, a counterbalance needs to be introduced upon the empty seat, weighing approximately the same as the other end. This counterbalance allows for the seesaw to work, with each side alternating between up and down. Now, let's apply this to subluxation. A subluxation can cause nerve pressure and interference affecting normal cardiac function. One common pathology a subluxation can cause is hypertension. Since the subluxation remains constant, its effect of hypertension remains constant too. Since innate is not able to auto-adjust the subluxation, innate will compensate, if possible, in an attempt to normalize the pathological effect of subluxation. (coughs) With hypertension, innate will recruit the help of the kidneys to lower pathological blood pressure levels. Innate accomplishes this by increasing glomerular filtration rates and lowering blood volume levels through increased urination. While this helps lower hypertension, innate innate now must also work at not damaging the kidneys and not allowing so much filtration so that systemic dehydration occurs. It's important to remember that this compensation or adaptation to subluxation is not beneficial long-term as any first-year student can see. Adaptation to subluxation buys time for innate until a specific adjustment is given to correct the cause. I recently started a new patient who had hypertension and swollen ankles with pitting edema. 
She's in her 70s and had been taking hyper, hypertension medication for decades. Even with medications, her blood pressure average was 160 over 95. After analyzing her spine with x-ray and pattern analysis, I found a subluxation of atlas and adjusted accordingly on the knee chest table. The post check showed the spinal nerve pressure cleared. Her initial adjustment held for four weeks and the results have been quite impressive. Her blood pressure average is now 125 over 87. The ankle swelling and pitting edema has also significantly improved. Even more, she's now able to move her legs without all the swelling and pain. It's amazing what NA can do when its restrictive subluxation is adjusted with specificity. We now begin our reading from volume 14, Chiropractic Textbook, page 207. <clears throat> Article 266, Degrees of Paralysis. Any degree of deviation from the normal is paralysis. The amount of innate expression is normally an ever-varying amount. A fixed quantity would be abnormal but since innate's function is perfect, it must be the function of matter which is imperfect when imperfection is present. A fixed quantity of function of matter would also be abnormal, and the normal would be an ever-varying quantity. The normal function of matter in the body is likewise an ever-varying quantity, and a fixed or constant rate would average either more or less than innate requires for coordination, therefore would be abnormal. This average amount of excess or minus could be one degree or many, and the cause is always the same for one degree or many, namely the interference with transmission. Therefore, the adjustment of subluxations is in the about is in about the same place in the spine, according to the old generic table, for all kindred diseases, where they be of one degree or many. In the case of minus function, let us assume that health is zero degree of abnormality. Then the degree of abnormality can be numbered as far as death, which is 100 degrees then any amount less than abnormality would, in degrees, be from 1 to 99 inclusive. In case of excess function, let us assume that health is zero degree abnormality, and we can number the degrees as far as destruction, which would be death, and that number would of course be 100. Then, any excess function less than destruction or death would, in degrees, be from 1 to 99, inclusive. Any dis-ease could have this range of severity, its minus functions and its excess functions involved, be anywhere between 0 degrees 
and 100 degrees, and the adjustment for it in any case would be the same. The physician, on the other hand, takes into consideration all these degrees of severity, dividing them still further into fractions of, des of degrees, till he has over 25,000 things to name, each of them with certain treatment. We think chiropractic much simpler. Article 267, Paralysis, Chiropractic, and Medical Definitions Compared. Medical Definition Abolition or Great Diminution of the Voluntary or Involuntary Motor Functions and Sometimes of Sensation in One or More Parts of the Body. Immediate Cause is Generally Pressure either by blood effused or by serum or vascular turgescence. It generally emits of palliation and is extremely apt to recur. Quotation from Dr. Palmer. Quote, We have been taught by medical and osteopathic work that paralysis is distinctly that phase of abnormal phenomena wherein muscles, voluntary and involuntary, are unable to move. I make a different interpretation carrying the idea that every function is the expression of an innate intelligence, which personifies the intelligence behind it, and the lack of that energetic intellectuality is what makes paralysis." End quote. Article 268, Compensatory Function and Compensatory Conditions. Compensatory function is the extra work thrown upon a normal organ, and perhaps an abnormal organ, to compensate for that which an abnormal organ fails to do. Its symbol is IA, meaning Intellectual Adaptation. This produces adaptive symptoms of a case, and 75% of the symptoms are of that nature. It sometimes resembles excess function, but absolutely is not. Prolonged compensation results in compensatory conditions, which resemble pathology, and which in time may become real pathology. When an organ fails because of interference with transmission to do its work, innate causes other organs, when that is possible, to do extra work in addition to their own, to make up for the loss. This gives rise to symptoms that are often symptoms of dis-ease, or at any rate, that is what they are called but it would be a mistake if they are adaptive to tamper with the organ producing them, for that organ is only doing its duty. If the organ called upon to do the extra work is abnormal, or if the, function serves, if the functional nerves leading to it are not in perfect order, a complication arises and a new interference appears. When the dis-ease becomes 
chronic. Innate may find it necessary to make a change in tissues, as exostosis, ankylosis, and enlarged lung, etc. This appears as pathology, but the tissue in them is normal and remains so, unless the organ called upon is abnormal itself. In this case, the change in tissue is apt to be not just what innate, what innate wants, and therefore really pathological. Article 269, Symbols Used in Chiropractic Equations. Symbols are signs used in chiropractic to represent each of the normal primary functions, each one in excess, each one minus, and for general functions. Symbols without plus and minus signs represent normality. They do not represent species of families. List of symbols commonly used. For the nine primary functions when normal. M, C, S, T, E, N, R, X, and Y. When the same are in excess, add plus. When the same are in minus, add minus. Article 270, Abnormal Motor Function. Abnormal motor function is the production of more or less mechanical motion in any part of the body than innate requires for coordination. It is due to lack of mental impulses, which allows unadaptive action of universal forces in motor cells. Symbols of direct effects are M plus and M minus, and are forms of paralysis. Other direct and indirect effects are explanation in families. Thank you for joining me for another episode. I'm Dr. Arthur Plessa. This has been the Green Book Commentaries Podcast.